0: positive feedback loop about starting out
1: yep starting out starting new ventures starting new projects at the start of anything
0: so why don't we go around and just introduce ourselves for listeners who may not be familiar with us and our little product that we got here I I start with ray
2: sure hey how's it going guys this is ray Dogum.
1: Oh yeah, this is Stephanie Leishman,
2: and this is Luis Alberto Posa Gonzalez.
0: For those of you who don't know what that what the hell I just said, it's Luis.
1: So starting out, Luis, when you're thinking of starting a project for class, let's <clears throat> say, what do you, where do you start?
0: That's a very good question because oftentimes I don't. I just. You just end. <laughs> I just end. Yeah, things happen and then they're done. But no, But if I'm being serious, I have a very hard time starting things out. It's, it's a hassle for me. I, I, once I have an idea and I feel like it's something I can carry, it is just smooth sailing from there, generally speaking. It's, the starting out is definitely the roughest patch.
2: Yeah, totally. If you're assigned a 10-page paper <clears throat> to write and you have the topic, you know what you're supposed to be writing about, the hardest part is really just that first sentence I think maybe sometimes you know what I usually do I try to like get all the formatting nice and done so it looks like it's all complete and I just have to fill it in like a, like, like I made a template uh, and, and I wrote the file name all proper so <laughs> everything is like set all I got all I gotta do left is the actual body and like, the content
0: oh my god I, I love doing other things that are completely unrelated or just tangentially related to what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and just exploiting the heck out of that. Until I feel that I am sufficiently busy that, like, then my brain starts kicking in ideas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So what about those people that do start and they're just bad at finishing? I feel like maybe there is another type of person that, like, starts everything and starts hundreds of things it's, but never finishes. That's yet. called
0: having an unhappy spouse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that kind of sounds like me. Not the unhappy spouse part, <laughs> but the, the part where I like to start many things. and. Um, it's not guaranteed that they'll all be finished. I'm know? now having instantly I'm worried about a project <laughs> <over here. laughs> our project. A podcast. Will this ever get finished? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why we have a team, right? As long as yeah. someone's really good at starting and someone's really good at finishing and everyone yeah. else in between, it yeah. should work out. Yeah.
0: And that's why we're going to make sure this this podcast is going to end on just us in the middle of a conversation. we just get cut off in the middle and then that'll be the last episode.
1: And it'll be one of those like lost so- Shakespearean sonnets or something yeah, like yeah. it never gets published yeah. and hundreds of years later they find it
0: yeah and then people think take it for high art because <laughs> all other podcasts have been lost and this is the only remainder of the form I
1: love yeah. that
0: that's, that's what I want this to be the that's lost exactly, podcast the <laughs> last podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can see that happening yeah they'll, they'll mix our names together and they'll think we actually were all uh, a woman in 19th century Europe named uh, Ray Leishman <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, wow. The combination of our names does not sound good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so there's the people who can start a thousand projects, <clears throat> and then there are those of us who don't know where to start. So what lessons can we take from these people who for whom it is so natural to just start things?
0: I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to jump in here, but lately I've decided that I wanted to test how much I could do at the same time. Because I am an idiot and I decided all my life I've been properly apportioning myself good quantities of work that I can handle Instead this latest uh, few months I decided I'm gonna do everything and its mother at the same time because I am an idiot And it's been tough So I think for me at that point because there is so much to do I just start doing out of necessity And I think that's one of those things where when you have the luxury of time, you can waste that time looking at a blank screen. When you don't have time, you just start doing. And it doesn't matter how good it is, you start doing. And that's why a lot of people procrastinate to the last minute. And they produce wonderful works at like 6 in the morning, like two hours before their 8 a.m. paper is due.
1: Like they're in survival mode.
0: Yeah. And that survival mode actually helps a lot of people. And I think I am now permanently in that mode until I'm out of this period of time.
1: I feel like that goes back to a previous conversation we had, uh, which where we talked about ideas being voluntary, right? And like if you get into so deep into being busy that it's survival mode, do you get to the point where it's innate and not and if it's not voluntary, is it ideation anymore? Does that make sense? Yeah. I guess
0: it's one of those things where that time... I think it's largely a, a result of exhaustion as well. Um, I know that's one thing that we've... I think we've all experienced that moment where we've been working so hard and for so long and we're just so tired that we start having the craziest ideas,
2: but oftentimes those are the best ideas. I think the best ideas, they spur at the edges of sleep, actually. Yeah, yeah, the, absolutely. The moment you wake up... <sighs> From a dream, or from just waking up from an alarm, those like few seconds of like extreme grogginess and tiredness actually holds very, very inspirational thoughts usually. And <clears throat> insomnia—don't sleep for a day or two. Like, see what happens. Think. Just, just write down what you're thinking. It's Are we very... giving really
1: bad health advice now?
2: Just to all the children advice. out there, to
0: all the children <laughs> out don't there, sleep. all three of you, um, never sleep. Your parents don't know what they're talking about. You should never sleep ever. That's what you should do. This is this has been great advice from the Positive Feedback Loop podcast. If your parents a- parents ask, tell them your doctor told you. Yeah. Oh, no. You, the only reason your parents want you to sleep is so that you'll never wake up again. It's so they can steal your candy on Halloween. <laughs>
1: this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so on <a> positive note. <laughs> that
2: was kind of bad, sorry. Guys.
1: Well, actually, okay, so children. <laughs> Why is it that children can come up with so many ideas <clears throat> and then... As adults, we get stuck. Is it that
0: they could come up with so many... Well, we're not judging the quality of the ideas, are we? Mm, good point.
1: Good point. I,
0: mean, I feel like adults the ac- have...
2: Are they actionable ideas as well? Yeah, I, think, I mean, I there's. I'm
0: the sure you're going to run into many kids who want to get on a spaceship made of cardboard and fly to, to Mars. And yeah, that's that sounds cute and all, but most adults wouldn't mm-hmm. suggest it because they have limits on... Their understanding of reality. And that can be a real limit. That does mean that you are less willing to explore possibilities that you may not know are possible.
1: That's true. I mean, but but you also aren't getting
0: into a spaceship and made of cardboard, launching yourself into orbit, and then dying a horrifying death (laughs) because you're not a child. If you get that far. Yeah. Well, you probably explode in the way. On
1: the other side, I went to Hub Week uh, here in Boston at the Heinz Convention Center, and there were a lot of teenage entrepreneurs and there was actually one girl who um created an ice cream brand which you'd think oh nothing new there's so many ice cream startups right are there well there were two in just one session i went to there were two ice cream startups was it um
2: snow cone snow bunny or something
1: um like normal ice cream one was was a dairy-free ice cream or no one was not dairy-free but it was lactose-free what was
2: it called remember the name? Um, I'll look it up. Was it, a beat? it was from the Buzz Lab? No, no, it,
1: no, was no it was at Hub Week at week the right. Heinz Convention yeah. Center. Um, but this one girl who I think is 17 now, she launched a brand, and her ice cream flavors are totally different than I've ever seen. And I think, wow, how many brands of ice cream fall back on chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip, cookie dough... Would she had like sriracha Road. ice cream or what? And she had like, yeah, just crazy flavors. She had rice sriracha, crispy peanut treats. Butter. Oh, that actually
0: does sound pretty great. I would try a rice crispy treat flavor. Yeah, yeah, it was really
1: delicious. And there were a lot of them that were gluten free.
0: But how do you distill the inherent diabetes caused by rice crispy treats into.
2: First of an all, ice it cream? doesn't inherently cause <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> You're right. We're
1: giving lots of really bad health <laughs> advice on this
2: podcast. I'll be the health expert in this conversation? Yes. Yes, Ray. Be our health expert.
0: He, for, the, for, view, for listeners who are, may not be familiar, Ray right now is wearing a white lab coat. Um, he is surrounded Spectacles. by nurses. He is surrounded by nurses uh, who are there at his back and call to just do whatever he needs. Yeah. So if there's one person here who we need to listen to their advice, it's Ray. Let's, let's not forget. He's the one that came up with the idea of never sleeping.
2: I uh, just want to let you guys know, um, on a side note, we are looking for interns, just in case you're wondering. Um, nursing profession preferred.
0: I am I am now worried for these interns instantly. I do not know. If you apply, please beware. You do not know what you're getting yourself into.
1: They will likely be the debunkers <laughs> of all the falsehoods <laughs> that come out of our mouths.
0: God knows we need them. Yes, here at uh, the Positive Feedback Loop podcast, we pride ourselves in allowing ourselves to be debunked. Um, so if you find something that we said to be heinously incorrect and you have data to show otherwise, please send us a message. Just contact us at pflpodcast.com. Our editor is actually a guy named uh, Manuel. He wouldn't tell us, tell us his name. He just came in off the street one day, said, yep. you need editing? And we were like, yeah, and then he, he just started.
1: We just send our files to some anonymous... You know, um, email. Yeah, so I don't know a stranger. And it just comes back edited.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. I <laughs> it's a great service. We only pay him in cookies too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you if you all you have is the anonymous email address, how do you we send fax cookies? them. We
0: just send like <laughs> <laughs> We just send faxes of cookies. It's 3D printing, my Yeah. Opinion. It's called 3D yeah. printing.
1: Alright. He has get back to yet. ideas. <laughs> and starting. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Starting.
0: This was this was how uh, we started to get off topic. Um,
1: have you guys worked for a startup before?
0: I have never worked for a startup, actually. I have been interested in working for a startup. Really? Um, but my, I think my concern is in, in the career, I don't have significant experience in the field I'm moving into. And starting in a startup is a significant risk for someone who doesn't have that experience of like showing, like, hey, you know, I've done this stuff, I've done this stuff, within this specific part of the field that I moved into. So if it were to fail completely... Where, regardless of whether it's my fault or not, that would make looking for work f- further in the li- down the line significantly harder. So that's something that I'm weighing off against my own desire to express my own creativity and all that and the challenge of a startup, which is something I really do – uh, I'm interested in.
2: I'm in the same boat as you, uh, Luis, but I did work for a lab startup. So it was not in a company per se, but it was a new lab <clears throat> doing new kind of research. So that was interesting. I was able to kind of set up the entire floor. It was interesting.
1: Do people avoid starting things because of the failure or the monetary cost? or?
0: I'm sure that all of those things are reasons people don't start things. Also, I, yeah. if you
2: don't have time, too,
0: like it's, yeah. not, it's, a, it's a big time commitment. If someone were to come up to me right now and be like, I have this great idea for a startup. Let's do it. I just could not. I'm too committed. I would have to drop a lot of things to do it. it
2: would you can have to do be, it right, you can yeah, do it, but not right. It
0: would have to be. It would have to be something extremely worthwhile for me to drop everything so I could focus on it.
1: So when you talk about filling your schedule, like you're getting so busy, are you joining existing projects, but you're not starting any? Except
0: well, this is projects, this is course, what project is. I just started. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. Yeah.
0: but this doesn't require as much time commitment. It's fun. It's more. I think it also depends on the nature of the project. I think different types of projects can have different, like, ways of draining you. <clears throat> oh, so, good point. like, being... So, one thing that really drains me is just being at school or work. These are things that I find tire me over time, even if they are invigorating in, like, an intellectual sense. When I come home, I am tired from having done it. I'm intellectually drained.
1: Yeah. Your but, mind is... Your mental exactly. energy is gone.
0: Yeah. But doing something like this is a way of kind of recharging, because... Uh, yes, and while it is a project that I'm starting out, it's also one that I find fun in a different way that I'm not used to. It, There's, it hasn't come down to a grind in a way.
1: That's true. I was feeling very overwhelmed this week with all the work in school that I had to do. And yet, I took the time, the time that I took to edit, like the, the voice files for the podcast, I was having so much fun. Yeah. And I was like re listening to <clears throat> things we had said and like laughing. Yeah.
0: I am in school. Every day until 9 p.m., and then on Fridays I work, and I have another job I do while at school, and I got home on Friday exhausted, and I ins- immediately started coming and trying to make a logo for the podcast. <laughs> that was, like, the first thing I wanted to do. Yeah. Just because it's, it's, it's a fun challenge, and it's something different that I haven't done before, and I like so, learning.
1: listeners, we are so passionate about this podcast that it is actually bringing us joy. It doesn't even matter if we have listeners. It's not we work. are happy. Yeah. It's not work. It's not work. It's not
0: work. It's, not work. it's love.
1: That's fun. all we bring.
0: The Positive Feedback Loop, bringing you love every day. Not to be confused with uh, Positive Feedback uh, Elope, which brings you loving every day. <laughs> Very different podcast. Do not recommend. Those and, guys are kind of gross.
1: And it's not Negative pe- Feedback loop.
0: It's not, no. It's
1: Positive Feedback
0: yeah. yeah. Negative Feedback Loop. Literally every other podcast, that's not us. <laughs> right. Just Just, they, hey, they're not taking the name. <laughs> they're all terrible. Um... We're gonna take a short break, uh, so stick around, listen some ads, and we'll be right back. See you soon. Hi there, dear listener. Well, I'm sure you've heard a lot of fun things today, but have you heard of the latest craze sweeping the nation? Right back from the 1990s, it's Thomas Gotchi. Not Tomagotchi, Thomas Gotchi. You know Thomas, you know that guy? Yeah, Thomas, he's kinda of sucks. So, why don't you take control of his life, feed him, bathe him, put on clothes on him, and get him through crippling alcoholism. That guy sucks. So, Thomas Gotchy, finance in stores today. Get one for your kids. So, at, at the end of the break, or rather, while we were playing you that wonderful ad, uh, Ray here had a great idea of a new project we could start out. And we're giving this to you listeners for free. That's how much value we're bringing into your lives. So, here's the idea. And this is a project anyone can start on, anyone can work on. is children, men, adults, dogs, anyone.
2: It's called the Jello Casino. So, what is the Jello Casino? So, do you like casinos? I mean, who doesn't? It's all the fun of
0: gambling and gelatin. You want to go get some alcohol?
2: Jello shots everywhere. So it's you're just perfect. right in the walls. You just <laughs>
1: like <laughs> grab a wall and start eating. Yeah,
2: it'd be perfect. So, the idea is you'd have this like gelatin sphere uh, filled with alcohol, and it's you know, a jello shot, but it's covered around with like, <clears> this <throat> protective. Plastic based, completely edible as well, might add. So, the white so, plastic. So, the same way, like, you know, you go to the roulette table, you're really excited, you got this, like, marble that, you know, the dealer's gonna spin, and you watch it spin. When, when it spins, what happens to that marble? They just reuse it. What a waste. Why can't, why can't we just have, like, many, many jello shot balls? And you just eat them after you, you spin. And you just eat them right after. Either
0: to celebrate your victory or to make you feel better about your terrible luck. Exactly. That's perfect, yeah.
1: So, you we know, can I'm, convert. Yeah. I'm not a fan of alcohol, but I'm thinking the best thing to put inside of a jello shot is chocolate.
0: I was going to say more jello, but I like where you're going with this.
1: No way. Nobody has entered the chocolate jello market.
0: That sounds
2: that's, horrifyingly that's, diabetic. Great, our that's health called, expert. That's called Oh, pudding. but
1: alcohol's good for you.
2: <laughs> that's called pudding. I think that's called chocolate oh. pudding. Ah. Oh. It could well. be a
1: Jello pudding ball. You know what they don't have? How would you have? keep that solid? Like, how would you roll? You know what it? they don't
2: have? The same way they... Ha- Sorry. Um. Yes. So they have paintball, paintball shooting ranges, right? Yes. In, like You're saying you Jello go. shooting. Jello shooting, into the mm. mouth. Jello oh. artillery.
0: I'm pretty sure if you shot someone directly in the mouth with the pressure of a, uh, of a paintball gun, um, they might have to go to the hospital. That you being know, said, worse things happen in life. So,
1: eh, it could be fun. No so, way. I would feel like paint is much more harmful than Jell-O.
0: But bringing us back to our idea, how could we start out making this Jell-O casino? So, Ray, how Theor- would you start out this project? Where would you get your funding for this? Well, Who would you go to? Let's go Does back to the Jell-O works? artilleries. Oh, you have to get funding to build a, like an actual Jell-O, ca- Jello casino.
2: <laughs> well, you go to the you know, Jell-O politicians, like Donald Trump, for instance. I mean, he's already got lots of experience in the industry, at least the casino industry. We just have to take all of his jell ish transferable skills of a politician into his already existing casino building skills. I think it's, it's a great match, great fit. He's got money too. He's a billionaire.
0: So what you're saying is we hit, up, we, we hit him up for, for uh, VC funding, basically. Uh, we got some VC funding. Now my concern is that Jell-o, at least the name brand, would become an issue. So either we mm. we're partnering up with Jello, the company. Is that the company name?
1: So, you, yeah. But Who's you, the company? you could call it Gelatin. You could do Jello. Gelatin. Jello you could do a casino. Gelatin
2: Casino. But then... It's a J-E-L-L-O. It's alive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly. So,
1: here's would here's we my partner argument. with
0: them? But I think that if we partnered with them, it could be fun for adults and kids.
1: Of course it will be. Yeah. I would say that starting a venture, there are steps before funding. That's like true. PC funding. That's Funding. And the first thing I think about is what's the MVP? What's the min- minimum viable product? True. So let's say I want to build a jello jello Gio. blackjack table. A what table? Jello
0: blackjack table would be the yeah. minimum viable product. You'd
1: have one, you'd invite people to your home, and you'd have this one blackjack table where as many parts of the game would be made out of jello.
0: How would you get cards made out of jello? They'd be transparent. I think that this is a problem we have not considered before. Well,
1: jello jigglers, well, so they're transparent. So, how would you get cards? You could have cubes with like a heart and a three inside of it made of candy, mm. but everybody else could see what your cards are. Yeah. So, how would you maybe you'd have a dish with like high walls, like, <laughs> like a high bowl, and you'd True. put your like jello, Jell- no, what are they called? Jello Jell- jiggler. No,
0: jello jiggler, yes.
1: Card cubes.
0: Jello jiggler sounds like the name of something obscene. It worries me. I feel like this is taking away from the kid value of this casino that we're planning on building. <laughs> but it's you, the family value. You'd set
1: up a blackjack table and then you would have people play and see, you know, what the what the if this minimum viable product really is viable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we just had a small incident. We go, we go. Whereupon <laughs> We're upon, uh, Ray, Ray played... completely
1: tuned out and started Ray. playing music. <laughs> so no, just just
0: just just for the future, yeah. here's what you say. You say, editor uh, Miguel or what, what's his name uh, Ranchero? I forgot his name. Arturo, whatever his name is. Uh, please add Wiggle Wiggle to the background of this section, and then you can introduce oh. your section. And then that way you don't have the bad qual sound quality of the laptop playing up against the the phone. I mean, not the phone, the, uh, How the would we have phone. done phone. You Later just on. you could just communicate with our that like our anonymous. A lot of work. Okay, it's fine. not particularly a lot of work. It's just putting in a piece of music.
1: That's how I did the intro.
0: And just so we can stay completely legal, we would put a bit uh, uh, a six. Uh, what do we call that? Not Bitcoin. What, what is it when the, a chip tune version of the song? Because we can't. Oh, like just, a MIDI version. Yeah, we need to do a MIDI version. Beep, 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 beep,
1: beep, 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 beep. That's exactly. <laughs> Uh, so that's Stephanie's interpretation. Yeah, so just my, my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. In the background. Can that be our
0: intro? Can that be yeah. our intro? Burp, burp, burp,
1: burp, burp. Positive feedback loop. Burp, burp, burp,
2: burp. Burp, 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 burp. It's like robot chicken.
1: Yeah,
0: perfect. I think we've got an plan here.
1: I think we've got our intro. Yeah,
0: I think that's it. And that's how we introduced both the show and our the opening of our new casino. How's this gonna be? So. Stephanie, you We're said really that there are as the many step. steps. Yeah. Well, Stephanie was bringing up how there are many steps before you can really start a new venture, right? There is obviously the the funding comes a little bit later, but first is minimal viable product. Do you have that? How do you how do you go about choosing a team to make this work, or do you just do it alone? How do you make that decision? Um, and then, do you think once that minimal viable product kind of becomes it comes into existence? Then where do you go from there? How do you start scaling up? When do you decide to go for funding? These are all difficult choices that any startup has to have. Especially one as prideful, as as fantastic as Jell-O Casino. Which has so many opportunities. <laughs> Guys, we're not exploring the opportunities for Jell-O enough.
1: I really want to eat some Jell-O right now.
0: Yeah. Any of you that... If you ha- are eating Jell-O at this moment while listening to this podcast, please... Please go to your nearest supermarket, deli, whatever it is, Can you and just jello give them high a high five. Deli? Sure, like sure. A, there's like, like there's like plenty of drunk deli? kids. No, there's ho- plenty of. Is, is a Jello mm-hmm. kosher? There's plenty of drunk college kids that want to make take, make Jello
1: shots,
2: and so they go to their nearest deli. But like a Jewish like a bodega. Jello? Yeah. <laughs> so so is Jello kosher? Is it halal? I
1: think it actually I just, is. I want to point. Oh, out. no, it isn't.
2: It's kind of like
1: no, it has horses.
2: Yeah, hooves. It has horses' hooves hor- in it. Yeah. So it must be alive. That's disgusting. Why would you want to eat that? Just Forget like, this idea. Because it's I am delicious. Out. I am out of Hold this on, casino before jello Before you idea.
1: get out of jello I'm completely, keep in mind that gelatin is also used to make marshmallows because I have made marshmallows by hand. And when you're making the initial mix, it smells like a barn.
2: This podcast has turned into How to Make Marshmallows by Stephanie Leesman, <laughs> And I really want to know how you can make marshmallows. You take sugar, I presume. So let me let me just take Mm -hmm. a guess on what I think it Mm -hmm. needs. You need sugar. You need air, like some sort of like air pressure to like build make this like you know. Yeah. Little cylinder of marshy, and um, I guess some sort of like emulsifier. Tell me, what do you need?
1: So it's been a while since I've made it, but what did you do? Basically, you get. I had this this big mixer that I borrowed from a roommate. This was a few years ago. <clears throat> and um, you put in sugar, and then, which is like a syrup that you make that has like, uh, let's see, it says here, small saucepan. You put in sugar, corn syrup, salt, water. And then you kind of do this thing with a candy thermometer. And then you put in the gelatin. And the gelatin reacts with that mix. It's like a powdered gelatin reacts with the mix, and it starts to smell like a barn throughout your kitchen. A
0: bad barn or a good yeah. barn? I mean, like a barn. Of, it's made of meat and leather and, uh, uh, byproducts. So, you know, yeah. fun stuff. And recently they've been consider- considering fish byproducts because it eliminates all those pesky religious uh, issues. Oh, a new yeah.
1: type of gelatin. Yeah,
0: that's so they're innovative. thinking, yeah, fish-based gelatin. So that's fun because, you know, what I think of ge- when I eat gelatin is casinos and gambling, not fish. <laughs> At least it will be now. Um, dear leader. I mean dear viewer, listener, listener. Listener. I'm sorry. PFL PFLs? Peefleys? Puffleys? Puffleys. 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 Dear Puffleys.
1: PFL podcast listeners will will heretofore be known as, as puffleys. Yes. I hope that's not a derogatory term on the internet.
0: It, I hope so too. That would be awful. <laughs> it, but in in terms of puffleys, I can totally see that being like a toy of a puffle. Yeah.
2: I know we is can start. Fluffy pastry.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Like food today. Yeah. I don't it's, think last time we had a conversation we ever talked about food.
2: A picture of this creature. Um,
0: for those who are not currently seeing, it is a multicolored koala-like creature. Rare. Who made? Who looks like it's made out of gelatin? So it seems appropriate.
1: Looks like an anime. What
2: type is that? Character? What is that character from? It's from this game mm. called Monster Maestro. Ah, of.
0: Unknown fame because I have never heard of it.
1: So here's a topic that will relate to that. It's a wind type Why? animal. A wind type? It's rare,
0: level 40. Oh my gosh.
2: Oh, I want one of those now. Sales price, 2,800 bucks. I'm pretty sure that's in game. That is in game. That's gotta be in game. Sales price, 2,800. 0, 0. And this looks like an American website. So <laughs> guys, 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 dollars. I have a better idea.
0: I have a better idea. We're gonna abandon altogether. There's not enough. Return on investment for Jello Casino. We're gonna just completely dedicate ourselves to buying that creature, They're buying pufflies, and selling them on the internet.
2: I disagree. <laughs> I think what we should do is create a whole new card game and just make it really rare. And then, like mar- sub subconscious or sub sub um <laughs> subconscious sub- get into people's sub- minds. market yeah. it in uh, Ch- Japan and probably China.
0: I'm pretty sure, I'm almost certain we cannot beat Japan at their own game.
2: No, they're pretty good. But they're it's very an American
0: good. card game. If anything, that makes it worse. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, Probably true. I'm uh, like, hey, you're shooting
1: down his card idea. <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Japan but has it covered. Jello
0: Casino, though. Now there is an idea, which I will again give complete credit to Ray. Guys, just okay. when we have a rundown of today's of today's episode. All
1: the ideas have been raised so They've far. They have been raised.
0: Yeah, he has been on fire. <laughs> What was my first idea? Your first idea was to stop sleeping, like which me. was yeah. fantastic. I didn't say
2: stop sleeping. I said try to like go without sleep for a day or two and see what happens. Yeah, just try it. Um, just to get to the edges you know of creativity. You know what? You know what? Your your listener. If this podcast went on for twenty four hours, you'd have amazing, amazing content. That's
1: true. But here's the other side of it, which is people say that if you get more sleep, you're more creative. That it's almost. Like being under the influence if you don't get sleep and that you think loose.
0: But there is that sweet spot in, that has at least I don't know where the science is these days, but there has long been talk of there being like you're a Usually point. in the articles. Huh?
2: The science oh, is yeah. usually yeah. in the articles.
0: <laughs> 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 well played, good
2: sir. Go ahead.
0: Um, there is there has been a lot of talk of, you know, that that spot where you've drank just enough that it allows you to become a little bit more creative, but not enough that you're unable to think anymore. So there's there's but. Again, well, just that's not to say... Like five, that's, six beers, what's just I I think enough. it's very little. It's just a minimal amount. But oh, that I, being said, don't. we're not encouraging you seriously to go out and drink as a way to become more creative. We're not encouraging you to stop sleeping as a way to become more creative. That being said, if you decide not to sleep for several days before going on a road trip because you're going to have a really fun time, fully recommended by Ray, our in-house doctor.
2: Well, our in-house doctor. It's interesting yeah. because uh, there was a small study done... Uh, and it was published in Time Magazine where they had a bunch of people um, trying LSD, lysergic acid diethylamide, diethylamide. And it turns out even small amounts of this can create a huge effect on creativity. And again, I'm not recommending that you try acid from the stranger down the street.
1: Then there's the other argument. I will be the, uh, the, 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 the angel's advocate here, which is I've never had a drop of alcohol in my life. And I consider Whoa. myself to be a creative person.
2: There you go. I agree. You don't need alcohol. You don't need sleep. You don't need not to sleep. Yeah, I, I would say you definitely need sleep. <laughs> you don't need not to sleep. You don't need any kind of drugs. You don't need. You just need good food, water, and and people who are creative around you to be creative.
0: On that note, dear listener, it seems that it, that today's episode is at an end. I I would say that if we had something to summarize today's lessons, is that. If you ever want good health, healthy living advice, don't go to Ray. <laughs> just don't. Just look at a mirror and then just decide, I'm better than that. And then go on with your day.
1: It's safe to say that you can't really get any health advice from this podcast, but you will be entertained. Thank you for stopping in to positive feedback loop.
0: Yeah, And check us out at pflpodcast.com.